it's totally fine. I have a lot more stories. That you do. Yeah. <laughs> that you do. Guilty as charged <laughs> with the stories. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to the I've Got Something to Say podcast. I am so ding-dang glad you decided to join us. This week's episode is titled, Dad Gummit. So, a little background on me. If you listen to this show on a regular basis, you know that I will curse from time to time. (laughs) I try not to do it too much, especially on this podcast, but I'm just going to be very honest. In my everyday life, uh, I curse quite a bit. And this has been quite a transformation for me because when I was a little kid, it was a huge deal to me not to say any bad words. And I think I even may have shared in a previous episode that um, when I hit ninth grade, I I went through a real trying time in my own head of, I mean, do I say bad words or do I not? Because there's a lot of kids at this school that cuss and I, you know, I don't want to be a complete outcast, but... I also don't want to just, you know, throw caution to the wind and say horrible words all the time. And um, I had recently become friends with a guy named Paul, and he said bad words, um, you know, when they were appropriate or when he spoke. And I'm like, okay, I just, I gotta, I gotta open up. I gotta, you know, I gotta loosen up a little bit, take some of the starch out of my shirt. And I remember walking from the main floor up to the third floor at Truman High School. And I thought, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to allow myself to say damn. That's going to be my word. Damn is pretty versatile. You can use it in a lot of situations. It seems to work. And it's, you know, it's not that bad. It's been on TV. So just to recap for those of you that didn't hear that before, but I'm like, well, Florida Evans said, damn, 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 three times. She said it thrice when James died. So it can't be that bad. She was a God-fearing woman. But where this came from is what we're going to talk about a little bit today is my father um, was just a good, good guy. And you know, you tend to saint people after they've been gone for a while. So full disclosure, my dad died in 2001. So it's been 18 years since he's been gone. So that's a lot of time for me to make him an even better person in my mind than maybe he even actually was. But he was a legitimately good guy. And I I just turned 51 last week. Thank you. Yes. Happy birthday to me. And of course, you know, you get Facebook messages from people and and one of my Facebook friends sent me a a direct message and she's like, hey, happy birthday, Chris. If you're half the man your father was, then you've got to be a wonderful person. I thought, well, that's very nice. Maybe a little backhanded of a compliment. Um, but my dad was just that kind of person. He, he cared about other people. He lived what he believed as far as, as giving to others, being very involved in the church and in, in counseling and working with other people. Um, just a great all around guy. And part of his thing was he never cursed. He would say things like crime money and fiddlesticks and dad gummit. I think was probably what I heard more than anything else, but he would never say a bad word. And so in me, 
as a little guy, that inspired, well, I want to be just like my dad, so I'm not going to say any bad words. Look how good I am. Boy, howdy. Um, and then when I hit about four years old, I got myself a little sister. And my little sister um, was different than me in many ways. And in one of those was she kind of liked to be bad. And I don't mean like bad, terrible, but but she kind of liked to push people's buttons and do things, um, you know, that to get a rise out of people. And to me, you know, I'm I'm wearing this garment of I've got to be good. And to see her doing those things I thought were bad, I just I really felt like, you know, I had an obligation to make sure that if she did anything that according to my moral system was bad, that I immediately needed to let my mother and father know how bad she was. So like if we were to go out with my Mimi and my granddad on a Sunday, they would from time to time, you know, they'd say bad words. And um, my, my sister would sometimes repeat whatever they said in the car. And I remember we'd be in the backseat of their car and she'd say whatever they said. And I'd turn to her and be like, Oh, I'm telling mom and dad (laughs) thinking that that makes me a good guy, which in hindsight is just, I'm just so ashamed. It is. It's absolutely terrible. Oh, I'm so ashamed. And so, um, I, I remember one time my dad and I went to a baseball game and I think it was one of the Royals uh, playoff games back, you know, like 1976 to 1980, somewhere in there. Uh, it may not have been, but I think it was one of the playoff games and we were leaving and some guy threw a snow cone at my dad's car. I don't know why, but I mean, I don't think we did anything to him, um, but he threw it and it was loud. It scared me. And I could tell it really made my dad mad. And he rolled down his windows. We could see the guy that threw it and his buddy standing next to him. And he goes, you turkeys. (laughs) And even at eight, 10 years old, whatever I was 12, maybe the oldest, I thought, really, is that all you got? You turkeys. That's what it's going to be. And then it turned into this wild chase around the Royals parking lot where he's in his VW rabbit and he's trying to, I don't know what he was going to do if he caught these kids. I mean, they're just running and laughing and poking fun as they probably should. Um, And my dad's chasing him down and I just hear him under his dad. Got a crime any of those turkeys. How do they throw at me? Little fiddlesticks. And I'm thinking, even at that age, like, Dad, just give it up. Just say something. You'll feel better. I know you will. But he would not do it. Um, But God love my sister. Um, She was able to do something for my dad that I was never able to do. So when she became a teenager, as often is the case, um, some tension came out between her and my parents. And, you know, I'd been through that myself. And at that time, my room was in the basement, and I remember I would hear them upstairs bickering and arguing back and forth, and sometimes it would get heated and a little bit loud. I am so upset that I did not hear this particular argument happen. (laughs) But uh, Jill, as is her way, was pushing buttons, uh, making them upset, 
Whereas I would back down from a fight with my parents and just be passive aggressive. She would be aggressive aggressive and just get right into their faces. So whatever they were arguing about, whatever happened, my dad finally turned to my sister and said, you asshole. (laughs) Which I just think is so fantastic. He had to feel so much better calling my sister an asshole. I was never able to give him that type of release in my life. And so I I tip my hat to my sister for being able to bring that out of my dad. Um, I tip my hat to my dad for being a, you know, a wonderful role model of how you should be, but finally giving in. And then, um, you know, if there's any part of him that lives through me, I continue to give him that outlet through the words that I say every fucking day. That does it for this edition of I've Got Something to Say. I'm Chris Whiting, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in, for listening, for downloading, for streaming, whatever you do. also want to thank KCTK Radio, my good buddy Paul. The things they do to make this happen, they produce it, they direct it, they put it together, they put it out there. It would not happen if it wasn't for KCTK. Please make sure and check out some of their other quality programming. They've got a lot of podcasts they do. I guarantee you'll like them. I'll talk to you next time.